1: Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right
3: and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle.
1: This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds.
3: I was just saying to TC, I don't think we've had a non Israel Gaza poll question on the website for the last 17 days. Did I deviate on Sunday? No. no, Sunday was which war is going to end first it's been Ukraine or Israel. It's been most important. Yeah, subject. And there are so many different angles. And that has been our focus on the show and on CNN. So yeah, if if this situation were not taking place in the Middle East, I can tell you what today's poll question would have been because I love this conversation. Very simple. Should police be able to legally smoke weed when off duty? From WABC in New York with the dateline of Jersey City. Up until two years ago, Jersey City police We're arresting people caught smoking marijuana. But now cops are fighting for the chance to legally consume the drug while off duty. The problem is federal law bars officers from possessing firearms and ammunition if they use cannabis. But officers say the law goes way too far and they filed a lawsuit. The city has been supportive of the state's marijuana laws passed two years ago, but they are now calling for a federal judge to make it clear that police officers are not allowed to use pot even when off duty. So the city has fired five police officers who tested positive for using pot. Officials made the decision because police officers are required to carry guns. Let's learn more about it with Jersey City Mayor Stephen Fulop, who joins me now Hi, Mayor. Thank you so much for being here. Can you provide the background for this?
4: yep yeah, I, th- I think you did a pretty good job, and uh, thanks for having me. So, so basically, you know, marijuana, cannabis is still a Schedule One drug, and the ATF and federal law is very, very clear that you cannot have a firearm if you are a user of a Schedule One drug. That is very clear. It's actually the same. Law that uh, they use to charge Hunter Biden on, so it's relevant, it's used, but it's very clear. So the facts aren't in dispute on this. Our issue is really the fact that you know knowingly providing a police officer a firearm and bullets and training, and they have to make split second decisions that sometimes result in life and death, and we often see litigation after those decisions. And you're exposing basically the city to tens of millions of dollars in liability because. There is a conflict whether we should allow them to have guns or not. And, and, and we want to be on the side of making sure we're protecting the taxpayer. So we've taken this approach, which is kind of a hard line thing. Police officers shouldn't use cannabis uh, around their around their responsibility of uh, holding a badge.
3: In other words, you, you fear the day that there's some type of litigation where the conduct of one of the officers who has weed in his system is at issue and now you're going to expose jersey city to civil liability uh and i guess this yeah. is based mayor on the fact that you know unlike uh, if i have a cocktail tonight and watch the phillies it'll be gone from my system tomorrow but if i smoke weed tonight it'll be in my system for for 30 days so there might not be a causal connection two weeks in the future but still there's there's liability exposure
4: yeah i, I think that's right so so basically Um, there is no test that allows you to kind of get a good reading on when the officer or an individual uh, ingested a THC related product. So it could be five minutes before a shift, or it could be two weeks before a shift and it would still show up in their system. So, you know, when you have the public saying, Hey, they should be able to do whatever they want in their free time, I would argue, you know, like how would you feel if a police officer showed up at the response that you needed them for and were positive or uh, intoxicated in some form. So, you know, the, the big concern is the liability. And every single time that we have a use of force incident, or nearly every time, uh, subsequent to that, we do, he, we do see lawsuits from the individuals questioning the police judgment. And sometimes they rule in our favor and sometimes against us, sometimes they're settled. But that's common practice. So the firearm component exposes us to tens of millions of dollars in additional liability.
3: I totally get it. So... What I'm hearing from Stephen Fulop, the mayor of Jersey City, is, is not so much that you're anti-weed, but rather you're trying to exercise some fiscal prudence.
4: Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's right. I mean, New Jersey is the only state in the country that doesn't have carve-outs for certain professions. So, you know, like in New York, if you're responsible for children or a health care provider, uh, you are not allowed to use a cannabis-related product uh, even in your off time. And if you think about that logically, let's say a bus driver. You drop your kid off with a bus driver. You want to make sure that he's not high on a cannabis-related product, right? Um, a healthcare worker, you dial 911 for an ambulance to come. Um, you want to make sure that that person is in high five minutes before they get on their shift, and New Jersey is the only state in the country that doesn't have a carve-out for certain professions, including police officers. But police officers use firearms, so there's clear discrepancy between federal law and state law.
3: When you say carve-out, you mean that if you hold one of those aforementioned jobs in, say, New York, you can't smoke yep. pot?
4: Yeah. yeah. So, so most, most states carved out um, law enforcement, as an example, recognizing hmm. that there is a discrepancy between... State law and federal law and, and ATF guidelines, the forms you fill out are very, very clear. So they, they carved out uh, law enforcement. I, I would argue that, you know, similar to New York, New Jersey should carve out other professions. Like it kind of makes sense that a healthcare worker, like I said, when you've done 911 for an ambulance, you want to make sure the person is, you know, thinking clearly at all times. And uh, New Jersey has no carve outs. So we've gone back and forth with the attorney general. The attorney general sided with. They said the law is what the law is. The legislature made no carve-outs. So we've taken it to federal court now.
3: How many are on your, uh, your police squad, and how were these five caught up in this?
4: So we have about 1,000 police officers, uh, wow. you know, depending Big. on the month and retirement. Give a, yeah, yeah give, give a few, take a few. Um, you know, the city's pretty large. It's 300,000-plus people. It's the most diverse city in the country per capita it's about a mile away from New York city. So, um, you know, we we have a lot of big city problems. It's a dense city. And, uh, we have a large police force that does a lot of different things, uh, beyond just kind of simple, you know, what some would think that police officers do they're involved in a lot of things in the community in a favorable way, but, you know, we, we, we obviously do uh, screening. These police officers tested positive. They didn't dispute the fact that they regularly use, for the most part, regularly use THC-related products. And what we did was we said, listen, there's a conflict with uh, federal law here. So we did offer all of them a job in the police department that they didn't need to carry a firearm. So some sort of guest job that wouldn't be out in the public. And they all rejected that, and that resulted in the dismissal and then the litigation. So they, they weren't terminated because they used cannabis. They were terminated because New Jersey requires them to carry a firearm as they're doing police work, and we cannot give them a firearm knowing that they've told us that they use a Schedule One drug regularly.
3: Mayor, final question. Why is Jersey City, you know, sort of in the news on this? Is it because your cases have come up first? what What is going on in other communities with the same issue you know,
4: look, I, I i I think that there is a uh, there first of all, let me start with the police unions The police unions publicly uh are pushing back against our lawsuit, and in private police union leadership say they're supportive of it and you see uh, a break between the older police officers that generally agree with us saying that cannabis shouldn't be used by police officers it impairs judgment and the younger police officers that you know obviously want this flexibility um why is it in the forefront because you know we've been more proactive on a lot of things from a city standpoint and and more proactive on legislation we've been very uh progressive on a a lot of worker uh rights and initiatives But uh, this is one that I think that, you know, a lot of people would agree with us. They just haven't had the wherewithal to take it all the way. And so we're going to say we're going to test it because we don't want to expose us to liability.
3: I really appreciate your willingness to come by and educate on this. It's a fascinating issue, and I'm grateful. So thank you to Mayor Stephen Fulop.
4: Thank you. Have a great day.
3: You too, Mayor.
1: This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM.
3: As a professional welder,
0: Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn
5: more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right. Former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore
1: Michael Smirkana's program. Listen weekdays at nine AM East on POTUS, Sirius XM channel one twenty four, and anytime on the Sirius XM app.
3: Dan, to you, what thoughts do you have after listening to the mayor? I mean, it's it's like it's like we were referencing earlier, right? I mean, I completely understand as a as a trial lawyer i completely understand his concern yep. maybe there's a guy who smoked pot 2 weeks ago but he used a firearm it's it's a force issue there's civil litigation they do a blood test somebody says oh you know you've got thc in your system he says yeah but i smoked a joint 2 weeks ago yep. and still the implication of that is going to be a real problem yeah
6: it's it's tough you know and and it, it it is i believe until they get these tests right and are able to test for and say no uh, he was he was not high in the last day or whatever they come up with um Public so- public safety officers have to be held to a higher standard because you know the public has a certain level of trust in us, and that could very easy. We work very very hard to uh, earn our reputation, and it takes a very very long time to build that reputation in public service, uh, be it fire or military uh, or police, uh, and you can lose it in an instant. Uh, like immediately. So, uh, yeah, I, it's it's tough. It's like I can't, you know, I can't partake. It's like to last night I drove a fire engine, you know, and, and had something happened, I would have gotten tested. And had I partaken over the weekend, uh, I would have gotten in trouble. But, you know, so that was yesterday was Monday night. Sunday night, what was I was doing? I had a fine scotch on Sunday night, but that didn't affect sure. me on, sun, on right. Monday night. Right. So, Yeah. <laughs>
3: I learned a number of things from the mayor, not the least of which is that New Jersey is the only state that doesn't have carve outs, because even those states that have legalized uh, cannabis have carve outs that say, yeah, but not if you're in this profession. And then one more thing I want to tell you quickly is this. The Wall Street Journal editorialized on this today. You can read that. It's posted at Smirconish.com. Progressives want to make smoking weed a civil right, says the journal, argues the journal. But the contradictions keep piling up. Mr. Fulop who you just heard, has already announced he's running for governor in 2025. He supports recreational marijuana for the masses, and he visited a dispensary on opening day earlier this month. But even voters who supported legalization might think twice or six times about letting a public employee who was high before his shift go running into a crime scene with his weapon drawn. New Jersey's policies allowing law enforcement to smoke is an outlier nationally and one that will put our officers and community at risk with impaired judgment, Mr. Phillips said last year. Tests for marijuana, unlike alcohol, can't reliably determine whether a cop was using two hours ago or two days ago. Success in court would be a relief for the public. Is it too much, to, says the journal, is it too much to ask someone to put down the joint when he picks up a badge?
1: This is the Smirconish podcast from SiriusXM. Michael Smircona's program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app.
3: Uh, okay, this is a great issue, right? Cops and weed. I also wanted to say, TC, that he's from Jersey City, the mayor. I meant to tell him. Oh, I had a great meal in Jersey City. Come on, you, you
7: missed the chance to talk
3: about there's food a, with someone? There's a big Arab community in Jersey City, and I think it was called Al-Basha. I think it was called Albasha. basha uh, and it, it was like two years ago. Really terrific. Anyway, John, it was you, indeed. you most wanted to say what?
7: Well, I, I think that, that the mayor's argument is really kind of invalid. The whole purpose is that they're saying, can I smoke weed on my off time? He's saying, well, you know, you're good and ready to go on shift, you know, somebody needs to know that they're not high when they went on the shift. Well, they're talking off time, not right before the shift. What's it, how do you know they're not drinking before they went on the shift? Yeah, principle? but you can.
3: But wait a minute, my blood. My uh, you're gonna you're gonna take a blood test and you're gonna tell me my blood alcohol content. You're gonna know if I'm hammered when I'm on when I'm on duty. But if I but if I smoked two weeks ago, if I smoked two weeks ago and today you get a blood test from me, you're gonna see that in my system. But you're not gonna know if I smoked two weeks ago or if I smoked yesterday. That's the issue. The, the, the testing The testing has got to, I don't know if it can be perfected. David, you're in Austin, Texas. What did you most want to say?
7: Yes, hi. I, I don't disagree with the, the mayor's legal argument that, you know, it puts the, the city at risk. But they keep saying, oh, if you test positive, you know, you're high. And that is just not the case. It's a fat-soluble drug. It can stay in your system, as you've noted, up to 30 days. Now, granted, there may not be a way to test the level of impairment. But people keep saying, well, all you got to do, if you, test, if you test positive, you know, the bus driver's high. And that is just simply not true.
3: Right. There's, I mean, there's no fix for this, as far as I know. Do you know a fix for this until somehow the testing is better?
7: Well, well, not, I guess part of the issue, too, there's, and there's a whole history of the, how marijuana ended up like it did. But it's, it's a Schedule One drug, which is ridiculous, which is the same drug as heroin. And right. so there's a, there's a, I, I, and I don't smoke pot, never have. I just, I've taught pharmacology for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so what Perfect. has happened is they, yeah. So what's happened is that they, it's kind of a political deal, to be honest. If you know the history of this, it's become demonized. And yeah, i I'm like the previous caller. I'm more worried about the cop that stays up to 2 a.m. watching Monday night football and then has a 7 a.m. shift. That's the guy totally. I'm worried about. Totally. Know?
3: Yep. So,
6: Makes yeah, sense.
7: I, I guess for, for, for clarification, just because you test positive doesn't mean you're high. And that's, Got it. that's that's a misnomer.
3: David, thank you for that. I love it. We're like we're talking about THC in your system, and he says I, I taught pharmacology for thirty years. Our audience okay? never disappointed. If, if he had rarely if he had only taught pharmacology for fifteen years, I wouldn't have put him on air. No, clearly not. No. no but thirty no. years, okay. Thirty. Twenty nine was the cutoff. Michael, Orange County, California, a retired officer, now an attorney who represents cops. Okay, what's your take? Yeah, I'm not buying the mayor's
2: statement. Here's why we do have a test to see if you're under the influence of marijuana. We use it all the time on DUIs. Uh, you can't just say that we took the blood test and the guy had THC in his system. At some point in the last 30 days, you get a drug recognition expert to come out, look at their physiological symptoms and determine whether or not they are under the influence. You can do the same thing after an officer involved shooting. There's no reason not to. And to use that same example, Alcohol stays in your system for forty-eight hours on a cellular level. So, by the mayor's argument, we should also prohibit cops from drinking uh, on their off time. Additionally, um, are the I find are the type, really int- yeah oh, go ahead go ahead finish good. Uh, I find it really interesting that these mayors are saying that uh, we we got to terminate we can terminate cops for uh, using marijuana on their off-duty time, but these same mayors say that the police associations are, are preventing them from terminating a guy like Derek Chauvin, who had multiple unauthorized excessive forces before the incident with uh, where he was convicted of murder.
3: So this whole line of, of argument George to Floyd. me is, yeah. I'm just not buying it. Okay, Michael, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Good good uh, diversity of opinion on all of this. Jack, you're in rural Nevada. Greetings. <laughs> Mike, in,
2: in full... Uh, Disclosure, I'm about 15 miles west of Lovelock, Nevada. Uh Aha, okay. Um, I'm a a DOT-covered employee. I am a contractor for public utilities, and as part of the natural gas guy, um, I'm under the same uh, uh, requirements as the cops. Um, Mm -hmm. Random testing for cause testing, pre-employment testing, um, I just don't partake. I mean, that's, that's what the job requires. That's what we do.
3: Okay. You're signing up for this gig. This is what you, you know, you, you don't want to, pers- you don't want to fulfill a prescription for birth control, then you shouldn't be a pharmacist. Uh, Mark, St. Louis, what did you most want to say?
1: Uh, yeah. First of all, I want to say it's an honor to talk to you. I really love your show and I love Thank your you. show on N as well. All right. Uh, for, uh, I, I think until we answer this question, this question will not be answered until we have a scientific method in order to Determine the blood concentration at a certain a, a certain time frame, uh, like succinylcholine. It, we weren't able to determine whether or not it was a a, a therapeutic level or somebody was injected with succinylcholine. Somebody tr- murdered somebody by that method. Uh, we will have a method for determining that. Uh, when I don't know, but it should not be that long because it didn't take that long to determine the blood concentration of cedocoline that was abnormal and thus say that probably it was a murder was involved. Um, that's about all I got.
3: I thank appreciate you. it. And thank you for the compliment. I mean, I, I don't know when Michael from orange County called and said that he's a former cop and now he represents cops and you'd bring somebody out into the field and you administer a test. I, I wanted to ask how subjective is that test? Maybe he would have said, well, it's no more subjective than can you walk the line, but are those individuals with expertise and capable of giving such a test readily available in a rural department i doubt it stan you're in denton texas greetings what did you want to say
4: i want to say before we have the discussion about the use of cannabis uh let's first eliminate um what is that called qualified immunity from all police activities Let it make let the individual have to make the decision whether or not they're going to be at risk for their behavior, not the municipality. Do you you think
3: do you think we could fill the ranks if we if we got rid of qualified immunity? Do you think enough people are going to fill the ranks of police across the country? I know a lot of departments that I read about are suffering already to meet their enrollment.
4: I think a lot of people do not go into law enforcement because of the toxic environment. And I think we probably would start attracting a better quality
3: candidate. Oh, I see. You're going to you're going to you're going to lose some, but you're going to pick some up who think they'll be surrounded by better people. Suzanne, also in Nevada, Henderson, what did you most want to say?
1: Um, it's not just police officers and, and people with jobs like that in Nevada, where I live. Any employee employer can say we can't use, it. and my employer does. I work at an accounting firm. We are not allowed to use cannabis in our off time. We I can't even accept my roommate's delivery of
3: cannabis and pay for it for her if she's not home.
1: I can't have anything to do with cannabis, and I work at a freaking accounting firm.
3: Jeez, that, that doesn't seem right. Uh, but you can, but you can have yeah, a cocktail if you wanted to tonight.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, you can go to the
3: Cosmo. You can go to the it, Cosmopolitan and have a Cosmopolitan.
1: exactly it makes and i actually submitted this as a poll question like six months ago you know should employers in states where it's legal be allowed to continue to bar their employees from using it in their off time to me it makes no sense except for maybe certain jobs i could understand the thing. i'm not
3: sure right can we please give you a uh, a t-shirt from smirch merch for having suggested such a good question
1: i would love i have multiples but i would love another
3: all right. Well, you're getting it. Hang on, Suzanne. We'll give Suzanne whatever she wants. On the house from the uh, Smirconish.com Smirch Merch page. Yes. Getting ready for the holidays. Speaking of Smirconish.com, the editor says if anyone would like to write about this topic for Smirconish.com, I've just gotten a missive oh. that has, who has expertise on oh, law enforcement, I'll tell you who, I, who I, I would like. I would like the pharmacology uh, gentleman of 30 I years. Think that's what made her reach Or out. the cop, now lawyer. Any Anybody can write for our website. We might not always accept what you submit, but editor at Smirconish.com. Editor at Smirconish.com.
1: Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here, in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.